Hey everyone, this is Elias, host of the May Cave Chronicles podcast. Before this episode starts, I just wanted to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in every week and giving my podcast a listen. Each week I'm trying to get better and better and give the listeners some great guests, which include stand-up comedians, actors, producers, entrepreneurs, authors, podcast hosts, sports experts, and more. I would love to get some feedback from you guys about how the podcast can be better. So if you can all do is just please email me at the MCC podcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at the MCC podcast. And you can also find me on Instagram just by searching the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. If you like the show, just leave me a review on any platform that you guys listen to, iTunes, Stitcher, etc. Last night, I had the chance to speak to Jeremy Polko from The Walking Dead. I just want to let you guys know that I made a few mistakes during the interview. I am not perfect, as I mentioned. I'm trying to get better and better for you guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Great Scott! Are you a sports fan who loves to have a good laugh? Oh, yeah! Then you're in the right place. I'm going to make him an offer again. Life moves pretty fast. Welcome to the Man Cave Chronicles. Everybody, welcome to this week's podcast. This week I have uh, Jeremy Polko. Jeremy, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. Uh, what's new with you? Oh, man. Lots of traveling. Um, I actually was in London about two weeks ago. Then I went to Seattle. And then I just landed in my hometown of Orlando last night at midnight. And then I found out I got to hit the road for about a 14-hour drive tomorrow. Basically, drive up to Atlanta, call back for a new TV or a new movie, and then drive right back down because I'm flying out of Orlando to go to, to Rhode Island this weekend for Rhode Island Comic Con. So, yeah, been a busy week. Fun times, right? Yeah, buddy. Uh, yeah, I was I was gonna go to the Rhode Island Comic Con too, but I uh, I just had my son a few a uh, few weeks ago, so I can't just you know drop and yeah. go to that. So. Congratulations, thank, man! Thank you. So, um, you've been in a, a lot of TV shows, you know, Walking Dead, Bloodline, Burn Notice. And we'll get to those, but let's talk about originally, like, where you're from. Uh, originally from Puyallup, Washington. So, um, I mean, I was born in Lagrange, Georgia, but I moved up there when I was about four years old. So, yeah, I'm definitely a, a Seattle kid. Yeah, how was it growing up in Seattle? Oh, it was awesome. Went uh, all through, you know elementary junior high and high school and i went to college e-dub so uh, i got to go back there last week and it was it was a lot of fun got to see a lot of old friends and you know it was just a great environment to grow up in yeah did you grow up liking like that whole grunge rock out there in seattle 
Yeah, I think I, I definitely had some some phases of my life, but looking back, I definitely enjoyed the grunge rock and the you know Pearl Jam, Nirvana. But I definitely had my my gangster rap days. <laughs> so you went to Washington State, right? No, 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 no. I went to University of Washington. University of Washington, yeah. Their their uh, rivalry is Washington State. Yeah, right? that's what. It, yeah, and uh, what did you you major in uh, drama there, right? No, actually, Mary, I uh, majored in comparative literature and film studies um, with a, kind of a minor in drama. I took, I wound up taking a lot of drama towards the end of my um, college career because I, you know, I got my degree basically at the end of my junior year. Yeah. And uh, how did you, uh, what made you go into like acting and drama? Um, you know, I kind of dabbled with it in, in college. I never really thought I could make a career out of it. Um, but actually I had a, a, a passion for Disney. <laughs> so I wound up working for Disney for a few years, worked on a college program. Uh, after I graduated college, I worked on the cruise ships for about two years and, um, kind of fell in love with performing and being on stage. And when I left the cruise ships, um, I, I pursued an agency and, um, started working as a background extra in a lot of projects. Uh, so yeah, one thing led to another, and I started reading for actual parts. Yeah, actually, one of the Twitter questions I got for you at the end was somebody that asked you about the Disney thing. We'll get to that. Um, so I read online, uh, second degree black belt. Yeah, buddy, took uh, about seventeen years of martial arts growing up from when I was about seven until um, right about college years, and yeah, I competed on you know a couple of national scales for you know. Um, main, mainly for the state of Washington, but I won for fighting and for what's called form. Uh, about two times fighting and two times with the form. So yeah, mm -hmm. I was a state champion, which was very cool. Have you uh, have you tried to use that in the acting world at all? You know, not really. I mean, there's a couple of remake movies from the eighties. I'm hoping they're going to make it. Yeah. Um, then I'll start training again. But you know, as an eighties kid, I love like all the Van Damme movies and. Um, movie called best of the best i'm really hoping they remake so yeah i think you I, know go ahead uh, it'll, it'll it'll hopefully i'll come back to me if i ever have thought addiction so we'll see yeah i think i drive my wife nuts if i turn on netflix and i start playing like van damme movies oh yeah man those are the best um so while you were in college did you uh you played some sports right i attempted to play some sports let's, let's say that yeah. I, I had better luck growing up and you know as a kid and then in high school, I played some sports, but college, not so much. I mean, I blew up my other knee basically uh, playing lacrosse. And were you a football guy at all? Yeah, yeah. I played football um, basically junior high and high school. It wasn't too bad. Um, I, I, you know, I, was probably, I thought I was going to go on and, you know, play football in college with some scholarships and stuff, but no typical jock story. Blew up my knee my senior year. And, uh, how did it like uh was that was like another main reason you decided to go into acting too you know what um life has a funny sense of humor sometimes but it definitely i believe things happen for a reason and yeah that's definitely one of them yeah. um what are absolutely what are some of your influences in the acting world uh influences i mean i guess it's just you know your preferences and mine is I just, uh, I don't know, it's a tough question, but I guess what my favorites were growing up, I mean, like Indiana Jones, like most of uh, Harrison Ford-type movies inspired me, and 
just the idea of being able to, you know, tell a story, you know, yeah, not just through words and writing, but natural emotions and stuff. I really found that fascinating. And, you know, once you start taking some acting classes, you realize what an, what an escape that can be from, you know, your real life. So I think that kind of caught on and, yeah, just kind of kept pursuing it. Yeah. Do you have like a, like a person that you look up to in the acting world? Oh man, it, it there's so many. It, it definitely changes. But having worked on a couple shows, there's definitely a few actors I look up to. Uh, none more than most of them on The Walking Dead. I can't I can't talk enough about Andrew Lincoln. Just how he he personifies such a leader on TV, but in real life, he really is the the leader of that that show. And he, you know, he shows it not only through his acting, but you know, as um, as a person. So that was really inspiring to get to work with him and talk with him and just, you know, watch the way he, uh, he handles this business because it can change a lot of people. And I've definitely seen some good sides and bad sides of it. So he's definitely one of the, the brighter sides for sure. Yeah. Do you think you like, you were on, you were on this, on the show for almost, almost two years, right? Yeah. Three seasons, about two and a half years. Yep. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you feel like you picked up a lot from being on that show? Absolutely. I mean, not only working on it, but getting to be around, the, you know, some of the best in the business from everything from like, you know, the top on down from the creators of the show to the actors on the show and to everyone who works their butts off behind the scenes that you never get to see. Yeah. It's completely inspiring and, you know, educational. That's for sure. Yeah. What do you think is one of your biggest achievements in the field of acting so far? Um, biggest achievements, I mean, just being here. Yeah. I mean, the fact that people want to call me and talk to me on a podcast is pretty cool. I mean, yeah. never would have dreamed that, you know, people would, you know, like I do these conventions now, and I, I, when people want to come up and talk to me and, you know, get an autograph or a photo, I mean, I'm beyond flattered and humbled constantly that, like, I, I matter at all to these people, but um, that's definitely an accomplishment, but more importantly, it's um, it, it's a it's an idea that I'm doing something right. I'm going in the right direction. So yeah, yeah. I mean, on The Walking Dead, you were great, and on Bloodline too. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Uh, how do you try to improve on your acting skills every day? Oh man, I mean, it's it's a humbling business because you get a you know just because you've done one show doesn't mean you're guaranteed to the next. So I mean, I literally have to drive up to Atlanta in the morning drive seven hours for a callback so i haven't even got the part yet i gotta go back and read again for it and then when i'm done with that i gotta drive back seven hours so i'm literally driving for about 14 hours tomorrow for maybe a 20 minute callback so that's what keeps me <laughs> inspired and keep, and keep me going knowing that i haven't earned it yet i gotta keep fighting for these jobs you know because if i don't someone else will yeah is this is, are these trips like do you t- usually take these trips by yourself just to like keep focused it, yeah, yeah. I mean, I prefer someone to tag along so I can read my lines, but it's hard to get someone to take off an entire day just to sit in a car with me. So, <laughs> the Man Cave Chronicles on Twitter at the MCC Podcast. We'll be right back. This is Adam Nutter, and this is Greg Trout, and we're Nerds with Words, and you are listening to the BS Podcast Network.
Rotoware.com. Rotoware. Big shout out to the Rotoware uh, company. It's so goddamn comfortable. Can't recommend them enough, man. Yeah. High quality t shirts. Shout out to Rotoware.com. You see me rocking the shirts on the videos and stuff like that. Where'd you get that? Rotoware. That is courtesy of Rotoware. It's just it's just the highest quality of shirts. Yeah, I really like the baseball designs you got here. The shirt is beautiful. Everybody who I've talked to who has the shirt basically says they can't believe how good the quality is. Yeah, kid, I've seen you've been getting a lot of love. You said you've been only running for a little over a month. CBS guys are tweeting out shirts. I'm seeing fantasy personalities everywhere digging this guy's shirt. I love the Run DFS shirt. It comes with the baseball cards with all the different shirts on it. Rotoware on Twitter. Check out rotoware.com. Oh my God. Is this, is this shirt making love to me right now? Like, what's going on? I love this shirt. This is John Poveromo, and you're listening to the Man Cave Chronicles. What do you, um, what kind of advice would you give to somebody that wants to become an actor? Um, I've been getting that a lot lately, and that's that's kind of humbling in itself. I mean, I mean, I do tell people first and foremost, like this is one of those businesses. It's all shapes, sizes, and you know, ages and everything. So it's never it's never too late to get into this, or you know, too early for that matter. Um, but it is something that you you really want to do it. You know, you got to want to do it. You can't do this because you want fame and fortune, because that's not going to happen. Just you know, flat out, but. Um, anyone trying to start out, I'd say, you know, get involved, do theater, do student films, find your uh, local extra casting and, you know, get on sets. I've done probably anywhere between 60 to 75 commercials in the last five years here in Florida um, as an extra. I mean, there's a community here and we all we all kind of know each other, but, you know, some days we sit on set for 16 hours, but you know what, we're there. We're talking to talk, we're walking to walk, and we're watching it all happen. So I tell anybody who doesn't know anything about the business, you know, be an extra. Yeah. Go watch how, go watch how it's done. Yeah. I mean, uh, I follow you. Like I said, I follow you on Twitter and Instagram, and I could tell, like, you, you have a passion for acting. Like, you enjoy it. It's, it doesn't feel like for you it's one of those things where you wake up every day and you're like, oh, man, I got to go to work. Never, never. But there are the days where you wake up and you're like, oh, my God, I need work, you yeah. know? Yeah, uh, it's it's definitely not consistent. I mean, luckily, Walking Dead's been, you know, a lifesaver, and it keeps me from doing a real job because of the the opportunities that are afforded me between acting gigs. You know, yeah, um, yeah I'm definitely definitely lucky to do it. But I, you know, it's it's you know, you wake up and I don't have anything to do for the next three weeks now, so yeah. <laughs> I better go out and get a job. So that's uh, it's, it's motivation to keep going. That's for sure. Yeah, and it's like you know, like you're not competing with just one person. You're competing with like thousands and thousands of people that are trying to get into the business. Yeah, and that's that's also the motivation is knowing that everyone out there can take your job. So, what do you think is the hardest role you've played so far? Hardest role, um, I you know, I think Bloodline was pretty difficult. I mean. It was just the, the amount of dialogue, the, the short amount of time that I had with the dialogue, because they really didn't give out too many scripts. Um, the heat, the traveling, the the time. I remember we, I had like five different directors on Bloodline, um, and about four of them I, I loved. They're great. And there was one that just was very difficult, um, and I really didn't have too much fun that day. And I just remember doubting whether or not I like doing that anymore, but. You know, then getting on The Walking Dead, and I can tell you that just that that raised the bar, and it re uh, reaffirmed my love for <laughs> the chaos that goes on, you know, 
to get a job like that, you know? Yeah. Well, I read online, I've been reading it from, you know, not just from you, from other people. You guys have, like, the whole, like, the Walking Dead family. Oh, yeah, it's it's very much true and very much real. Yeah. It's, uh, every, everybody on that set from, like I said, top to bottom, everyone's treated equally. There's no, there's really no egos on the set, which is amazing to see, considering it's the number one show on television. Um, and you got these stars that ever, have every right to be, quote-unquote snobby and stuck up but i tell you what they are just the most humblest people i've ever seen and it is that walking good family you walk on set i remember i shot season six and i came back for season seven and like we're you know i said hello to everyone that morning we got to set and we're about to shoot one of the scenes and like alana masterson like stopped you know before they called action and she ran over and gave me the biggest hug and ran back to the other side of the set where she was. So, I mean, it's it's that sort of familiarity. And, you know, every every season thus far, the three I've been a part of, you go away for a while and come back, and it's like the first day of school, and you, you have to hug everybody, and you have to talk to everybody. And that's why leaving the show is so difficult. Yeah, a lot of uh, fans were disappointed about uh, how it ended two weeks ago for you. Yeah, I wasn't too happy when I got the call from Scott Gimple either. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll get into that in a few minutes. Uh, um, what do you, what do you think is your dream role? I know you mentioned about you know remakes of martial arts movies, but do you have like a dream role? I mean, a dream role. It definitely changed. I mean, I think if they remade Rudy, I'd like to be a part of it. That's a classic. <laughs> That was my doppelganger. Everyone called me Rudy growing up. Um, although I'm watching Stranger Things today, and uh, yeah, Sean Astin doesn't really look like Rudy anymore. Great show, though. Oh my god, he's great. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It kind of changes. I think. I don't think anyone can, you know, can guess what a role or project will turn out to be. I mean, so it's hard to say your dream role. But I imagine when they first started The Walking Dead and they got a script saying, "Oh, it's about zombies." A lot of people gave it a season before it failed, but I mean, looking back now, I imagine there were some actors that passed on it. Yeah. Um, but I think I think right now I'd love to get in the Marvel world. I mean, I just think those movies are so great, and they're just they're not going anywhere. So to get a good role in that would be fantastic right now. Mm. Have you ever auditioned for a role that you didn't get and you were like disappointed? Oh, every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> every one of them, but. Um, I do recall a few roles that, like, I remember seeing, and I was kind of disappointed. I read for Captain America, okay. like, way back when. I mean, I knew there was a slim chance in hell I was ever going to get that, but it was just flattering to be called up, and I went down to Miami with a buddy of mine, John, and it was undisclosed, you know, we had to turn your phones off, or we had to turn our phones in, and it was from Mr. Rogers, I remember it said, and it said Marvel. I told my dad about it later, and he's like, that's Captain Rogers, that's Captain America. Yeah. And uh, then, it, then it came out, you know, like the next year. And, you know, obviously I didn't have high hopes for that one, but that would have been nice. And, yeah, as an actor, you want to get every role, obviously, yeah. but it's not going to happen. Um, so you just kind of move on. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's life for you sometimes, you know? Yep. Uh, so how was it working on the on Bloodline and Walking Dead? Um, I mean, they were both really great um, for different reasons. I remember Bloodline, I got a call. I read for the role, but we didn't even know what it was yet. It was called the KZK Project, um, who are the producers' last names. 
Um, and when I found out who was attached to the projects, like Kyle Chandler and Sissy Spacek, I kind of, I kind of freaked out a little bit because I was a big Friday Night Lights fan. But uh, when I started shooting, you know, I didn't know what it would become, and I, I truly love that show. I think it's such a, a well, well put together, you know, mystery. And I always tell people, you know, I love it not because I'm in it, because it's so fantastic, and you know, Florida Keys play a great role in it. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm bummed it only went three seasons, but. Those are the tax and exactly. tax incentives we got. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, you beat me to it. Yeah, it was one of the most expensive Netflix shows. They can keep up to film it there. Well, that's why the third one looked a little rushed to me, but they kind of had to wrap it up before they ran out of money, which is sad because yeah, it's such a good show. Uh, that's why George is booming right now because they have the tax incentives, and that's why I'm moving there. So. Oh, you are moving there. I'm moving there in about two months. Yep. So now we, we're, you know, we're talking about The Walking Dead and everything, and you know, like I said, fans were upset about, you know, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, have you had fans come up to you uh, about that? Um, I've had, well, I haven't really seen a lot of. Well, I was in Seattle last weekend, so there was a couple, but um, I've been doing a couple. Like I was in Colorado doing a convention. It was sad, as like you know, I knew Andy died way back in. May, June, so June, I knew he was dead, but I continued to travel and talk to fans, and, you know, you got to play that, you know, the NDA, the non-disclosure agreement, you can't tell anybody, exactly. so when people ask, when people ask me, oh, how's shooting going, how's Andy, and I'm like, oh, he's great, you know, shooting's going well, and essentially I've been lying for the last, you know, five months, but um, it's kind of nice to get out, you know, out there and, you know, know that Andy had his run, and, you know, it was kind of poetic because the uh, the satellite station in the show where Andy got killed is the same satellite station he brought Rick's group to to start the war. So, I don't know. You know, a fan told me that. It made me feel better about it. Because as an actor, it sucks. You know, that's that's work. That's the yeah. people. But as a character, you just kind of hope that there's some sort of arc and closure with the character. So, you know what? With that show, it's just so fantastic to be a part of. And, the amount of characters that they have, you know, I was I was okay with it. It was all right. Have a question for the Man Cave Chronicles? Tweet them now at the MCC Podcast. Hey guys, Brian Padone here, founder of Quiet Punch. When I'm not listening to the Man Cave Chronicles, you can catch me filming one of my live workouts on QuietPunch.com. Check it out today. That's QuietPunch.com. Did I? I read this online. I don't know how accurate it is. I figure I'll ask you. Did you audition for the role of Dwight the first time you uh, tried out for uh, The Walking Dead? Uh, yes and no. Uh, I did read for Dwight. Um, I remember I got the, the script. And generally, the scripts have nothing to do with the um, the show. But I remember because this one was, like I said, like recurring character, possible returner, you know. And it was a pretty in-depth, you know, monologue. And I remember rehearsing and rehearsing and rehearsing and my buddy Adam put me on tape and you know I didn't hear anything um and then the, the following season you know Dwight's character came on the screen and he started talking to Daryl and I remembered half that dialogue because of that uh so right then and there I realized I'd read for that part but I had read for the show um a handful of times the, the years prior to that so wasn't my first audition, but it was uh, it was definitely one I remember. Yeah. Do you have a favorite moment on the show? 
Um, favorite moment on the show. I I loved when they found Sophia in season two, and like Shane went off the rails, and you know, like that was one of my favorite. Like I had seen the first season, and I wasn't completely sold on the show yet. Yeah. But after I think that was season two when they found Sophia, um, that's when I was like I was hooked. I thought it was so great because it wasn't about the zombies; it was about the people. Um, yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah. Do you have a favorite scene that you were in? Um, I love the um, the scene where we were draw where I was drawing the map to lead the group into the complex because I just remember how nerve wracking it was because I was sitting next to everybody. You know, everyone was in the scene from you know Norman and Steven and Andrew Lincoln and Denai, uh, Lauren Cohen was there, uh, Tom was there, Tom Payne. And, like, it was just a conversation between Rick and I. Yeah. But, you know, I just remember at that point feeling that Andy was an important character, you know? And, you know, we had just driven, I had driven over there with, you know, uh, Rick Grimes, which was cool. So that was definitely one of my favorite scenes. And I kept the, uh, the paper I drew on, by the way. Oh, you did? <laughs> that's a. Oh, I totally didn't. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's a great, uh, like, little memento for you to have. Well, I had to draw it like four times, so I got one of the four. So, uh, what is a fun fact about you that you want the listeners to know about you? Fun fact? Hmm. I have no idea. I was going to say... Oh, let's see. I don't know. Fun fact. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty much an open book, so there's not really like secrets out there about me, so I love, I like playing my guitar when I'm not traveling and working um I play some video games every once in a while i'm not a big gamer but i have a sega genesis that's kind of cool um yeah what is that it i mean what's your favorite game on genesis genesis uh gotta go with street fighter the second one yeah uh i was a nhl 95 oh you know i take it back madden 94 that's my favorite that's a my good brother one. and I used to we used to duke it out, man. He would beat me like ninety nine out of a hundred times on that. But like the one time I would win, man, I would just lose it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Do you enjoy doing the comic con tours? Oh yeah, I absolutely love doing those. I mean, I apologize if I sound tired. I'm just exhausted right now because I, I literally flew to London, did the show. Actually, I went to London, then I had to uh, take a bus up to Birmingham, which is about three hours. Did a con there for three days, came down to London, flew to Seattle, did a con there for two days, just landed in Orlando, and now, like I said, going up to Atlanta and back tomorrow, but then I go to Rhode Island Comic Con for five days, and then I'm off for a while, so hopefully I'll, I'll have some time to work on some projects between there, but there's so much fun, but I remember being being a lot younger saying, man, I, I just want to travel, I just want to travel, and now that I am traveling quite a bit, I'm like, oh, I just want to sleep right now <laughs> yeah. um, do you have any uh, like future projects you're working on that you could that you, that you could talk about um like every other actor I'm just going for auditions and stuff so I got a few on hold right now I've, I started a film out in Jacksonville and they got put on hold about a month ago so I shot there for a couple weeks and then something to do with uh, they needed permits to shoot in a certain location and I kind of waiting on that one but uh, I've got a, um, a short series called So Dark. Uh, we've got, I think it's still on Amazon Prime, but that's in the works right now. 
they released a comic book of it, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, just plugging away like the rest of the world. Yeah. All right. You ready for some of those, uh, Twitter questions I got earlier today? Sure. I'll do my best. All right. This one I'm guessing is one of your buddies. He says being a dancing pirate with Mickey Mouse. Is that where it all began? Yeah. I think that's my buddy Kier. He's yes. from, uh, he's from, he's from England. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I remember, like I said, after college, I kind of, I joined a Disney cruise ship. I didn't really know what I was getting into. I remember my first day on board, I saw people like dancing and singing and, you know, flailing around like idiots. And I was kind of laughing. And, you know, the guy giving me the ship tour was like, that's your job. That's the one you're going to be doing. And I laughed, but uh, I met so many cool people and had so many, uh, great memories on that ship. But yeah, that was uh, one of the beginnings of my acting career was just getting that confidence of standing in front of people and just acting like an idiot. Do you remember uh, what other, sh- what other shows did you do on the, on the ship? Oh man, I did about 90 shows. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I mean, I had everything from like the sail away deck parties. I did walk the plank, Mickey mania, adult game shows. Not what you think, but like, um, Oh man, like eighties parties, seventies parties, sixties, I mean you name it. Anything with a microphone on the ship, I did it. Yeah. What uh Anne from Rhode Island actually has a couple questions she asked. She wants to know when is the new So Dark episode getting released? Uh we're in the works, so uh, as soon as I find out, I will let them know. All right. And then she asked, What would you change in your life right now? change my life right now uh, not really anything at the moment i mean i think everything happens for a reason so don't want to pull that whole butterfly effect to go back and change something you know yeah and the last thing she asked was uh what is your guilty pleasure guilty pleasure uh a show on netflix called border security i love that show it's about like like security inspections at the border from like like bomb sniffing dogs to like the mail room to pat downs to drug bust. It's just it's it's like watching people get busted at the airport. It's really funny. <laughs> uh, what are some of your other favorite TV shows that you enjoy in movies? Uh, they always change. I mean, they always change. But I think Indiana Jones was one of the reasons I, I wanted to become an actor. Um, I actually tried archaeology in college and it was the worst subject I've ever been a part of, so never again. Um, I love Sons of Anarchy, one of my favorites. Entourage was a good one. 24, Keeper Sutherland. Uh, Stranger Things, obviously I love that. And uh, I am am a fan of Walking Dead. I was a fan before I got on the show and I will continue to be a fan, so... Yeah, Yeah, Stranger Things is... I love those 80 type of shows and movies... Oh yeah, I could I could watch the Goonies pretty much any day of the week, and you know, yeah. yeah. But, uh, and the last question it was actually for my buddy Craig. Uh, he wants to know: Is Andrew Lincoln as cool and a badass in person as he is on TV? Even more so, absolutely, because you don't see his kind of humanity and generous side too often on the show because he's you know a badass. But I tell you, on set he's just. I mean, he's the first guy there, the last guy to leave type thing, you know. He's uh, just caring, gracious, will stop and talk to anybody. You ask him a question, he'll put his he'll put his heart into the answer type thing. So he was um, such a fun guy to work with and 
amazing guy to just watch and learn from. So, absolutely. Yeah. All right, and uh, how can the fans get a hold of you? Instagram, Twitter? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good on Twitter. I mean, if you're a real person, I'll follow you back type thing. You know, you get these fake email or email accounts, you know, but Instagram, I like to only kind of follow my, my friends and family because I like seeing what they're up to. Yeah. So I tend to not follow a lot of people on Instagram, uh, but I definitely respond back as much as I possibly can. When people write me, I tend to write it back. Um, same thing on Twitter. Um, I do have a Facebook acting page. I think it's actor Jeremy Palco. Um, I tend to not use that as often anymore because just Twitter takes over. So, but yeah, Twitter and Instagram, I'm pretty good at responding back to people. All right. Well, I'd like to thank you for coming on, and uh, hopefully in a few months you'll come back on and tell us what, uh, what's going on with you. Absolutely, man. I'd be happy to. All right. Thanks for coming on. Awesome. Well, take care.